Matthew, the 26th chapter, beginning to read at the 6th verse. Now when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster jar of very expensive ointment, and she poured it on his head as he sat at table. But when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. Amen. Appreciation is a very big word to spell, and it's even bigger when you try to define it. Appreciation means something more than just being grateful to another person. As I think about it, it it's even more than saying to another, I see you, I hear you, I recognize you. I try to understand you, I accept you, I love you, I like you, I want you to be you. That's appreciation. And Jesus says it's good. It's not only good, he uses the Greek word kalos, it's beautiful. Appreciation is a beautiful thing, and Jesus said, we all need it. Oh, he didn't come right out and say that, but by the way he reacted to the appreciation which was shown to, the, to him by that woman, he lets us know that appreciation is a good thing, it's a lovely thing, it's a beautiful thing. He needed it, and you and I need it too. Jesus, being the model of all personhood, Jesus, who had everything in him that you and I have in our bodies and our spirits. He, he knew our frustrations, our drives, our temptations, our anxieties. And he knew that he needed and we need as well. Appreciation. Be leery of that person who says he neither wants nor desires appreciation. We all need it, and that's good. It's a beautiful thing. Those are the words of Jesus. She had done a beautiful thing unto me. Appreciation is beautiful, I think, because it's so beneficial to so many people. Everybody within distance benefits from an act of appreciation. Take this particular example that happened in the house of Simon the leper in Bethany. 
Jesus left that house with a wonderful feeling because he had been appreciated. The woman who did the appreciating, she left that house filled with good feelings. And I don't think it's beyond the realm of imagination to say that probably that night in her home she was a little easier to live with because that day she had been appreciated for her act of appreciation. The disciples, even they benefited, though it was kind of a tough benefit in that they had to learn from our Lord the importance and the cost of real appreciation. But they gained, as have so many people down through the years learned from this verse of Scripture. Here we are, 2,000 years after the initial incident, which happened halfway around our world, and today, by the power of the Holy Spirit, some people are going to be helped and find benefit through this sermon based upon this scripture about this woman who expressed appreciation. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. When many people benefit, that's beautiful. And appreciation is also beautiful because not only the benefits that come, but because it's always creative. Yes. You see, when God said unto his counterparts, let us make man in our own image, he was saying, let us make you and me like divinity. Let's place in man and woman the ability to know, the ability to love, the ability to have dominion, and the ability to appreciate. And let's give unto them the ability to create. And you and I possess ability to create. And if we do not have some avenue of expression, this creativity dies within us and we become very horrible people. Not only that, we have ability to create not only for good, but for evil. And one of the beautiful things about appreciation is that it enables us to use these God-given creative powers for creative and wonderful means of expression. And that's what's so beautiful. Look at the woman. This was not any haphazard thing that she created. She probably thought a long time before she poured $60 of expensive perfume, and at that time the average man's paycheck was less than $60 a year. She thought a long time before she emptied that great vast amount upon her Lord. She probably thought, first, I'll write him a letter. When that didn't suffice, she thought, well, I'll verbalize my appreciation. But you see, she gave thought and creativity as to how she might appreciate Jesus. And that's beautiful when anybody ever does that. I got good word this past week and I share it with you. 
I vowed nine months ago when I was in that hospital I would never bore the congregation with stories about my sickness. And please forgive me today, but the good news is that this past Thursday I was released by my last team of doctors. And I'm in perfect health. And I praise God for his healing power and from whom all gifts come. And I wanted to share that good news with you because it's so important to me and because you've been so supportive of me and so understanding during this time, which has been about the most difficult year in my life. But I wanted to tell you this because I cannot enter West Penn Hospital ever again without thinking of those wonderful people who ministered unto me there. And I think of one particular person who, in my mind, was so creative in appreciating the sickness that not only myself, but many people go through to whom she ministers. I wouldn't know this woman if she walked in here today, because the only time I ever saw her was in the middle of the night, and she was always on the other side of a flashlight whose beam always seemed to be right in my eye when she awakened me at midnight for a necessary injection that I always had to have every six hours for that first few days following surgery. And uh, it was always the same, but the thing that I liked about it was the creative way that she expressed appreciation for what I was going through. She would always waken me at midnight. I'd been asleep for two or three hours. All I would see is this image behind that flashlight was shining in my face. There would be the same comforting voice which would always carry words of encouragement to my ear. And then would come a gentle rub on my back. Then there would be a glass of warm milk for my stomach. And then I rolled over and she gave me that shot you know where. But what a creative way she was able to inflict necessary pain. I'll never forget her. And that's what's so beautiful that in her own way, with the back rub, the soft talk, the warm milk, she was able to inflict a sharp pain. Beautiful. And the wonderful thing about it was that in her creativity of appreciating my situation, I am today able to be a little bit creative in expressing my appreciation for her appreciation. You see, that's the way it works. Jesus read something into this interpretation of appreciation what the woman never meant. She just merely wanted to express appreciation. But Jesus says, this woman has prepared my body for burial. That's not what she meant, but that was Jesus's creativity, you see, in his appreciation for her appreciation, just as my appreciation today, I hope, has been a little creative in response to the creative responsibility of that modern-day Florence Nightingale who was so appreciative of my situation. That's beautiful. You know what I mean, because there's not a father or a mother or a lover here today, or in the sound, within the sound of my voice, who does not have in a drawer someplace, or in a box, some memento given by a father, a mother, a son, or a daughter, or a lover. Some crude, simple, wonderful, beautiful thing which says, 
to you, I appreciate you. And you, creatively, have even read more into that art of appreciation than was attended by the appreciator. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. When your creativity starts my creativity, that's beautiful. And appreciation is also instructive. That's what makes it so pretty. It's instructive as well as being creative and beneficial. Jesus used this act of appreciation to instruct his disciples in some necessary bits of information about life. Namely, one, there's more things important in life than money. Oh, how we have to learn that. And Jesus taught his disciples that after a woman had performed an act of appreciation. Secondly, he told them that there are few things higher on the priority of list of life than the act of appreciation. We're so slow, so slow, and usually we're too late when we realized that one of the greatest things we can do to each other in life is to appreciate each other. And thirdly, he taught his disciples a lesson which we just don't seem to learn, that opportunity to express appreciation may never come again. It may never come again. If by God's grace it was possible for our loved ones to come back from the grave and we could speak to them for only two minutes. Do you know what you and I would be saying more than anything else to our loved ones who are there on the other side? We would be telling them how much we miss them and how much we appreciated them here in life and how sorry we are now that we didn't take more time to express that appreciation. Let me tell you something else. If it were possible by the same grace for those people to come back from the dead and they had two minutes to speak to us, do you know what they would be telling us? How sorry they are now that when they had the opportunity they did not express appreciation to us. We all know this. But why don't we learn? And when you do learn, or maybe a sermon like this, the importance of appreciation. That's beautiful. That's beautiful for your life and for other people as well. Appreciation is instructive. And it's a memorable thing. It's memorable. You see, that, that's what happens in this life when you're appreciated, you're remembered. And let's face it, folks, that's important to us. There are many, many things you and I do every day for one reason, and that is with the hope that we're going to be remembered in this life. There's, there's only one thing more tragic that I know of than somebody who dies and is soon forgotten, and that is a person who is living and is forgotten. 
And there are many people in this world who are that way. And I'm thoroughly convinced that one of the reasons we say and do so many serious and silly things is with the hope that somebody will recognize us and remember us. Now, that's not all wrong. But what I'm trying to say is the best way for you to be remembered is through some act of appreciation. Do you ever realize you and I are constantly saying this of somebody and we say it to only one of two kinds of people? When we say, I'll never forget you, we do so out of a sense of appreciation for what another has done or we do from a sense of being unappreciative for the hurt that you have caused me or somebody else. Wherever the gospel is preached, the world shall hear about this woman who did an act of appreciation. And believe me, if you want to be remembered in life for a long time yet to come, the best way to do so is by being appreciative today. That's what makes people remember you. There are so many beautiful things that appreciation can do, but I think the most beautiful of all is simply this, that anyone, anyone can be appreciative. There are some of us here today that will never write a book, maybe never go further to school, will never preach a sermon, they'll never be able to pray like Paul or Peter or whoever that saying goes, will never shoot less than 85 on the golf course, We'll never be able to do this or be able to do that. But there's not one person within the sound of my voice, no matter how big, how little, how old or how young, how good or how evil, who cannot express appreciation. And that's beautiful. There are no exemptions when it comes to the ability to express appreciation. And the reason we're preaching this sermon today under the guidance of the Holy Spirit is that you and me, we, will be more appreciative from this day on. That's it. It's a beautiful thing. And I believe in this hot day the most beneficial, the most creative, the most memorable, <laughs> the most helpful, universal, individual thing I can do is to quit. And that's exactly what we're going to do. As I join with you in the final prayer, may I ask if there is someone seated behind, beside you whom you appreciate? Just reach over. Grab their hand. Father, thank you for appreciating us and giving us life, for giving us new life through Jesus Christ. Thank you for this opportunity, even in the hot weather, to appreciate you through worship. 
Father, I thank you for those who have made the effort to come and to sing praises and give thanks. And now as we are in this house of worship that appreciates you and appreciates other children whom you have created, Father, thank you. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be and abide with us all as we leave this place more appreciative. And may we be so throughout the rest of our lives. Amen.